Hello and welcome to the Good Boys Gone Bland Haunted Holiday Hotel. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 4, Episode 8, Gremlins. I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm your co-host, Ryan. I'm your co-host, Jace. That was a... Wow, that was Damn, a... Damn, Jace, you put me to shame. Way to flex on Ryan with your gizmo impression, <laughs> dog. I'm sorry, your, your Howie Mandel doing gizmo impression. Did you guys know that it was Howie Mandel in that movie? Yeah. I don't know yeah, who that the is. The dealer no deal guy. He's the deal on audio, yeah, yeah. I actually didn't, um, I actually knew just from his voice, like, I didn't even need to see the credits, I was like. Really? You I was like, tell. oh, is that, is that the deal? Yeah, yeah. He hey, does it Billy. on the show. Yeah. It's so funny, like, I wish that, I wish Mogwai, or, or Gizmo had, like, more one-liners. Mm-hmm. They should have just, like, yeah. Looney tunes it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, fuck you, <laughs> gremlins. <laughs> I wish he like had a line like that before, you know, like like swinging a bat or something. And then at the end, like right before they 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 he lets up all the curtains to like fry all the gremlins. Gizmo's like, "Fuck you, Stripe, you, you fucking piece of shit." Wow. And then he, he's he, very he, vulgar. <laughs> yeah, I I think there's I, no. It's this yeah. movie's rated PG. Well, yeah, yeah. So this this movie kind of inspired, as you as you probably know, the PG thirteen rating. Um. You know, nowadays we're we're a little. You know, I think we're we're not as we're not as sensitive about cussing, right? You know, I think a, a new, more modern, uh, modern Gremlins could could handle something like that. Well, that's kind of what the literally what the PG thirteen rating was for. You can still get one f bomb. You only get one f bomb in a PG thirteen. It's generally yeah. one or it's generally one. one. In certain non- circumstances, you could get more. Oh yeah, yeah not think- related to sex, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So he couldn't so, say, I'm going to fuck that gremlin. <laughs> I think, yeah, for many reasons, he could not say that. Not what, if Billy, the <laughs> what if Billy is like, those gremlins are really fucking that town? Could he say that? I think that is a, that's, that's a sex a, context. Yeah, that's a oh, sex it is. Content. context. OK, if that comes directly after the gremlin showing his crotch, <laughs> then it is definitely sex. Content. What if it was like, oh, fuck, I see that gremlin's crotch. Is that, that would sp- probably be non-sexual. Well, well, guys, if you haven't noticed yet, this is our Christmas episode. Merry um, Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, by the way. Or happy, ho- you know, happy, happy holidays. holidays to whatever, you know, what you guys happen to celebrate around this well, time right, of year. But to be fair, this is actually well, on Christmas right. Day. Well, and it's it. our uh, it's literally a Christmas movie. Right. It is. They, yeah. they do. Happy straight. holidays for sure. If but you don't yeah, celebrate Christmas then happy holidays to whatever holiday you do celebrate. But this is a Christmas themed episode. Well, yeah, that's fair. And, uh, you know, those of you who haven't picked up on context clues, uh, maybe not the episode for the fam- for the whole fam uh, for this one. Maybe Are any? your own your own discretion. This you guys do family. Is not PG-13. <laughs> so <laughs> this is um, this is a Christmas themed movie. Um, 
you know, you guys have a have a favorite like Christmas tradition. I I know we we probably talked a little bit about Christmas with our uh, Krampus episode. Every every family kind of has their own like Christmas traditions. Do you guys have any like uh, quirky traditions you guys do around the holidays? Yeah, I really love getting into the crawl space and getting out all of my stepmom's fucking decorations. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so um, excited to do it when I live with Yuri. And she's like, we've got to decorate. It's like, you're going to make me take these down in a month. (laughs) This isn't fair. That that really is a rite of passage of dragging um, all of your holiday supplies out of the crawl space. Uh, for us, because Mike, you know, our crawl space is about three feet high, so it's uh-huh. fucking back breaking. Um, and like the Christmas stuff is about, you know, about 300 pounds um, all the way <laughs> in the back on the other side of the, the house. The bottom of the crawl space is all gravel with like sharp rocks. It hurts. <laughs> and I remember when I turned 11, when I was about strong enough to make a couple trips, my dad bestowed upon me the power of dragging all that shit from the crawl space. <laughs> The time has come, son. This is why we made you. He's a tall guy. He's 6'2", all right? And that's it's a lot taller than me. And this this poor guy had to fold in half in a three-foot fucking crawl space every year. All that the light does not touch is our Christmas decorations. Why don't they, um, why don't they make crawl spaces, like, uh, like taller? Like walk spaces? Like stand spaces? Like, I think maybe one or two more shovel, shovelfuls, they could have made it a little deeper. Yeah, they have a cool nickname for that, though. Called, like, a basement room. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, a basement. It doesn't have to be fancy. They can keep all the shittiness of a crawl space. They can keep all oh. the sketchy spiders. Oh, actually, um, in uh, Michael's parents' house in Alaska, their, their newer one that they moved to. Right. I was there once, and I went down in the basement. Yeah. Their crawl space. Uh, and it's, like, same thing. Where it, There's a ladder in this one, right? You have to go down this ladder through a hole in the floor. Right. It's that weird tarp stuff. Ooh. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 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 Perfectly clean. They got to do a pretty that. new house. Perfectly clean. And I could stand up and I could walk around. Yeah. It was weird. I, I was like, why not just like put a real staircase in and make this part of your house? <laughs> but it's <laughs> it, I think it's like, I don't know, something to do with like these things called like building codes. Well, like how how much laws can it break? You just dig a little deeper. Just dig like one shovel length deeper into the ground, right? And I, look, I don't know anything about constructing or cost, but like if you, you know, how much does does an extra well, shovel? I think it's about like lawful egresses, right? Because like, what if there's a fire down there? Well, let's leave birds out of the conversation. <laughs> That's my favorite so, bird. I remember um, I, we had like a water softener in our crawl space. And we would have to go to Lowe's and get oh, like a stool softener. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, we, because in Alaska, all your water is, you know, like almost rocks. It's so mineralized. It's like one water molecule away from from being rocks. Um, and it's it's like we have to carry these forty pound bags of salt down. Do you guys have to do this when growing yeah. up? Yep. Yeah. So that three foot tall crawl space. Um, you know, as a teenager, you're 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 dragging eighty fucking pounds of salt. In like a big sack. I'm just I'm just venting all of my uh my grievances. <laughs> Crawl spaces suck, guys. <laughs> House builders, if you're listening, just dig dig a little deeper. Fuck the permafrost. Well, right. <laughs> it's and going away anyways. What was with like all the like you said spiders, but like yeah, the on the east coast and I think in like uh, I guess in the lower 48, a lot of places they just have the crawl spaces like on ground level. They're like not. 
like Alaskan crawl spaces that are completely sealed off. So you can like just crawl around under the house, right? They just put the house on blocks. Oh, that, now I know oh. what you're talking about. Yeah. And the ground, like the bottom of the crawl space is literally the ground, like earth. Well, I don't know. I know East Coast is older than the West Coast. Could it be possible that the ground just eroded away? Uh, and then that's just kind of what's left. He's got a point. No, he literally does not have a point. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, you guys fuck with Christmas carols? Oh, absolutely not. I fucks with it's... karaoke now, so I might fucks with yeah. Christmas carols. Yeah, sweet. Well, um, I thought it would be like a nice um, kind of treat for our GBGB audience for the holidays to kind of treat them to a, a type of Christmas carol this year. If you guys These are poor down. bastards, um, all I need is is uh, one yes vote from the three of us uh, to make this happen. So, Ryan, what are you um, what are you feeling for this? Nay. Nay from Ryan. OK, I expected that we could take that hit. Jace. Oh, I'm about a claw deep. So yeah. I'm going to have to say yeah. Oh, oh, we got a yay. That's all we needed. I was a wild card. You know, I was I was going to go either way with this. Um, but since we definitely have a yay from 50 percent of our our audience pool here, um, we are going to go ahead and, and do this bit. Just, you know, let's keep it loose. Let's keep it fun. I'm going to be buster. Using, uh, you, you may not, Ryan, but as long you as can... you sing it and it's Christmas themed, you can filibuster. Yeah. So um, for this first one, uh, it's going to be it's going to have to go um, to either of you guys. And I figured we can do a second one with the three of us all together. But just to get us kind of warmed up with this idea, I need one of you to take this one. So I don't know how you guys want to do this. Do you guys want to choose a number and do this? Or do you guys just want to decide between each other? I don't. I don't trust you. We should probably choose a number. Paper, scissors. I don't trust Denali. <laughs> oh, yeah. Number. Let's play rock, paper, scissors. Can you guys just text me your choice for um, rock, paper, or scissors? And then I will, um, I'll let you guys know the winner. Why wouldn't we just we can't, rock, paper, scissors? We can't sync it up with the, the camera, right? Because is, is that even possible? We've got like literally no delay right now. Okay, you guys, let's go rock, paper, scissors. I'll just narrate. Okay, Jace has his palm out and with a fist on it. Ryan's doing just a palm right now. Okay. Uh, let's do this best of one, okay, guys. In sudden death, whoever whoever loses this one, um, first to win will... point six. Actually, you know matches. what? Whoever whoever wins this gets the. Uh... So we're trying to lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're trying Ooh, to lose. Change my strategy. Yeah, yeah, it's harder to lose at rock paper scissors than win. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, wait, wait, are we are wait, we going oh, on? Uh, <laughs> this that... is so hard. Okay. So I go rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors. Go. Well, how yeah. about I do it? Because then you'll have a, th a voice that's that comes to your guys' heads at the well, same we time. We don't have to play rock, paper, scissors. We just didn't okay. know whether the person well, you guys, three or four. Well, you guys are going to be slapping at different times. Okay. On four. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, Ryan won that with rock. Uh, Ryan crushed Jace's scissors. Um, Ryan is going nuts right now. <laughs> he is so psyched. Um, so Ryan, you are going to be taking this first song, okay? And uh, hey, listen, you're scissors, you're trying to lose. Listen, dog, and don't don't worry, Ryan. We'll all get a chance. We'll all get a chance up on up on deck here, okay? So, uh, so I'm gonna need your guys' help because I'm on MadTakes.com, uh, the great website that kind of helps us kind of oh, build yeah. these songs. 
So and, oh, and let's, let's 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 take this seriously, guys. Let's treat our audience uh, to a great Christmas carol. Um, you know, a lot of it's kind of like uh, uncertain times right now. Um, you know, a lot of us are, are turning to podcasts to bring on the Christmas cheer. So let's let's give them a treat with this carol. So uh, first, uh, Jace, can can you give me an adjective, please? Frozen. Occupation. Uh, let me let me think of an op- occupation. Okay, it- uh, I'll do app developers. <gasps> uh, Ryan, can I get a verb ending in ing? Uh, noodling noodling okay jace and verb ending in ing communing Com- communing wow okay what does that mean me to commune together okay I'm going uh, with some like weird kind of sunday mass type christmas shit for my verbs okay. my words okay uh noun plural uh, dookies okay uh ryan noun plural go um spaghettios spaghettios jace occupation plural as fast as you can just a job that's plural plural uh farmers <laughs> oldest profession uh verb ending in ing uh farting okay uh ryan noun plural go oh man um cans of raviolis <laughs> <laughs> uh jace adjective go when something like grosser than moist um like like swan no damp but uh in relation to the raviolis like um slimy sh- Yeah, let's go with swampy. Uh, verb ending in ing. Uh, squirting. Uh, okay. Oh, um, (laughs) it says nationality. Uh, American. 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 There we go. Um, noun plural. Jace. Noun plural. Gremlins. Gremlins. Nice. Okay. Um, animal me. A brook trout. Um, and then. Uh, 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 Ryan, a noun. Oh boy, uh, spear. Spear. Okay, nice. Ryan, I'm gonna oh Facebook god, message oh you this. Oh god. Oh great. Yeah, oh, I forgot. He has to do it. <laughs> All right, Ryan, and this is uh to the tune of the twelve uh twelve days of Christmas. I should do the whole thing. That song's like eight minutes long. Well, you can just read what I sent you. It's it's the final verse. You know, I'm not gonna make you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so strap in, folks. This is gonna be a twelve minute song okay all right so let's take this seriously guys let's not like let's not like laugh it up we, oh yeah we, take we, it did, we did all of the you know we did all the words let's just like listen in and just try to think about um what makes christmas special so all right right whenever you're ready um don't don't read it first just just I'm go trying on. not to but it's just staring okay. me in the face <laughs> yeah okay and then i'll maybe i'll, I'll kind of cue you in with the uh with the with the trumpets like you know it's like you know they just kind of have like a musical number and then the kind of the singer comes in Oh, okay, yeah. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my frozen love sent to me. It's too many syllables. That's gonna be a problem, isn't it? Twelve app developers noodling, eleven pipers communing, ten douches a leaping. Nine spaghettios dancing, eight farmers a milking. Whoa! Whoa! Seven swans a farting. (laughs) Six cans of raviolis a laying, five swampy rings. 
four squawking birds, three American hens, two turtle gremlins, and a brook trout in a spear tree. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> oh. God, I, I read five swampy rigs and the next thing was four squirting birds. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful, Ryan. <laughs> I think I almost pulled a muscle. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that was Holy shit. that was that was a Christmas classic, guys. And let's just let's not wear this out a little too much. Um, I figured there's one we can do all three of us do um, just, you know, real quick. And then I'll split it into sections, you know, maybe we can each take a, a different verse and I'll send you guys um, on, a, on a group chat if that works. So let's let's make this fast. Um, we don't want to wear this out. So, uh, uh, Ryan, if I can get a, a plural noun. Oh, man. Uh, fedoras. Jace, a noun. Handle. I think Handle. this one's going to turn out a lot like Jace's apartment. <laughs> there. Ten. Uh, Jace is sitting down at his desk. <laughs> uh, another noun. Tom Brokaw. Um, Ryan, a verb ending in ing. Ooh, um, slashing. Slashing ah. on theme. Jace, a body part. Weenus. You want to do? Dude, I was seriously going to say weenus. Weenus, yeah. the the muscle on on your elbow for for those of you who are not anatomically inclined. Yeah. Is it the muscle or the, the skin? I thought it was always the skin. I thought skin? it was I the weird scrot skin on the end of the elbow. Well, Jace, it, it, it might. Honestly, I I <laughs> took anatomy and I helped teach it as a student assistant, and I we did not learn. Natalie, about do weenus. you remember the time that we were in the parking garage going to the Fifth Avenue Mall, and it was I think it might have been Brittany's car. And oh, then I, and my my you got you got out got slammed into a car. Shut the rear door, yeah. And your weenus got caught in the car door. Yeah. Of course, I remember, Ryan. <laughs> it was it was the negative gap between yeah. the rear door and the front yeah. door as they shut the rear door, and there's this like little overhang piece that comes up and makes a seal with the front door. Yeah, it, and that it was... caught his weenus. Yeah, my, my weenus almost got sliced clean off by that Subaru door. Um, that was that was our friend Jake, uh, Jake oh, it was Buck, Jake's car, uh, who who listens to the podcast. Hi, Jake. Um, I remember he slammed. I, I my elbow kind of rested for a sec because I lost my balance. <laughs> he slammed the car door and it pinched my elbow skin uh, super hard. And I could not get out at all. Like I was held by the skin. Stuck. And then uh, Jace, Jake had to to intervene. Um, I still remember, and it weirdly didn't hurt. It just I was totally stuck though. Um, sh adjective. Uh, uh, Stank, stinky. Noun. Ryan. Oh, samurai. Jace. Noun. Plural. Movie theaters. Uh, noun. Uh, pop socket. R Ryan. Noun. Plural. Cigarettes. Jace. Adjective. I'm trying to think of things that were in Gremlins. Let's go with smoking. Okay. Uh, adjective. Sweaty. Okay. Body part. Plural. Ryan. Knees. Knees. Uh, Jace, adjective. Caramel. Ooh. Uh, me, Ooh, that's verb. really, that's clever. Uh, bounce. Brian, uh, male name. What? Uh, a, a male name, like a... Oh. oh. Like the Ger gender. Uh, Gerald. G Gerald. We're almost done. Uh, uh, Jace, verb, ending in ED. Skydived. Noun. Uh, uh, squids. Ryan, uh, noun, plural. Fried eggs. Chicken? <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny. That was just really yeah, normal. Uh, uh, verb, uh, slurp. Uh, Ryan, a noun, plural. 
guitars jace verb acted verb ending in ing uh massaging uh ryan uh a noun strobe light Ooh, strobe light all right uh jace a noun plural um ben affleck's ben wow. affleck's ben affleck clones or ben affleck's characters That's... of his movies brought to life like, like multiple ben affleck's yeah uh, ben affleck ben affleck characters yeah all right, place um, inside an Arby's. You said we were almost uh, done, and we've gone through three additional <laughs> rounds of words. Okay, we're almost, well, now we're almost done. Uh, Ryan, a, a place? Uh, that's different than the inside of an Arby's? Yeah. The Burger King drive-thru. Burger <laughs> King. Right outside of the inside of the Arby's. <laughs> Anywhere else. There's two places in the world. Jace, verb ending in ED? Um, groaned. And then last one, adjective... Um, um, framble, yeah, scringe, scringy, scrunchy, scrunchy. Oh, all right. I'm going to send this to you guys. Um, and I labeled your guys as parts. So you know, Jace is going to get the first verse, and it's me, then it's Ryan, and we're going to kind of go on. And uh, you know, this is uh, this is to the tune of of Merry Christmas. You know, a song was like chestnuts. You know, I don't want to sing it because I don't, I don't know actually know it. all that many Christmas songs, so I'm going to do my best, but I have no clue. Mm-hmm. So let's just try the, try our best, guys. I know we we yucked it up with with uh, you know with Ryan's one, so this one we're going to try to take a little more seriously. Um, and then uh, let's just let's do this thing and uh, you know celebrate Santa Claus and everything he sacrificed. And we can just auto tune the shit out of it. That's right. Yeah, and I'll you know I'll edit it and make it sound good. So Jace, if you want to tee us off. Fedora's roasting on an open candle. Tom Brokaw slashing at your weenus. <laughs> Stinky carols being sung by a samurai. And folks dressed up like movie theaters. Everybody knows a pop socket and some cigarettes. <laughs> Smoky to make the season sweaty. Tiny tots with their knees all aglow. We'll find it caramel to bounce tonight. (laughs) They know that Gerald is on his way. (laughs) He skydived lots of squids and fried eggs. What? Squids and fried eggs on his sleigh. And every mother's chicken is going to slurp to see if guitars really know how to act. And so I'm massaging this little strobe light to Ben Affleck characters from inside an Arby's to Burger King drive-thru. I don't know where to sing. Although it's been grown many times, many ways. A scrunchy Christmas to you. I don't want to listen to that on the episode. (laughs) I'm not listening to this episode. Uh, Man, there's some long ones. That was that was Jace great. had the extreme to Ben Affleck characters from inside an Arby's. You really had to bust the rhymes through. that one. Yeah. yeah, you really had to fit all those syllables in. 
Um, but guy, I think we have a I think we have a banger on our hands, guys. Um, it's kind of like a guy mid stroke, um, kind of given like a solo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that uh, Christmas Carol. <laughs> um, you guys uh, want to talk about Christmas more? Or you want to talk about this movie? <laughs> I hope that everyone that listens to the episode is like yeah. five eggnogs deep. Yeah, well, I'm gonna put a disclaimer. Um, just just get completely blacked out before before listening to this episode or or whatever your equivalent is. You know, uh, Ryan, did you have a bit for uh, for intro? Yeah. So last week I gave you guys a homework assignment. I asked you to. Oh God! If you, if you <laughs> turn them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on it. I'm just gonna pull it out slowly. Here we go. You guys just keep talking. I'm gonna make sure I have my homework. And if you could remember, um, when you wake up in the morning, write down your dream. And I thought we could give each other some like Freudian analysis. And uh, I think that I was mostly expecting this to go awry. However. Something strange happened last night to where uh, me and Danelli both had very weird dreams, apparently at the exact same temporal time. Like we were both like I texted you this morning and then later yeah. you said, what? The f- I was also awake. Yeah. And uh, and then Jace apparently had a similar dream to what I had. I had weird dreams all week because yeah. I sleep doing like this, shit. Yeah. After like learning to write down your dreams you start to remember your dreams more often and like turns out dreams are weird guys like they're like they don't make any sense yeah they're like the songs we sing today they're like mad lips <laughs> dreams are like your brain playing mad lips so i want to uh I- i'm just gonna pick the best one and honestly the best one was last night so what happened in my dream was that uh, the three of us the gbgbs we rented an airbnb in la Oh, almost like a TikTok house, right? Like an influencer. Right, right. right. A GBGB house. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But somehow, like my mom and my brother were there, too. And uh, I'm reading this off because I don't remember the whole thing anyways. Okay. We found a dead body in the basement Mm -hmm. and a bunch of maps that looked like they were for a dungeon that was underneath the house. Uh, So we found the entrance to it. It was like a trap door. And underneath that was a cave. And we went down inside of it. But I ended up getting... Really angry at Denali because he was upset that we didn't have proper spelunking gear, but yeah. somehow he did. Yep. That's <laughs> and I want to, that's what I, that's all I wrote down. But I remember that exchange most because at one point we're like, at one point we're in the cave and Denali made something about like, you're going to scrape your knees in those pants. I think I was wearing shorts. Yeah. You're going to scrape your knees if you don't have like at least calf length pants. And he had like this spelunking gear and they were like tights. They were literally football pants. Mm-hmm. I remember getting so angry. And like, I think I like we I tackled you or something. And I was your friends. Yeah. I was holding on your collar and I was like, I don't have three pairs of hockey pants. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. And then you you had a Slurpee, like an Icy from 7-Eleven, yeah. and you slurped right. it super, super, super loudly because it was like empty. And you said, well, someone's unprepared. And when you said that, I literally woke up. Like, I, I got <laughs> so angry that I woke up. Wow. <laughs> Holy that's, shit. That's, that sounds like something that would happen um, in real life between us. Yeah. Um, interest i'm trying to think about what this means jace i mean do you have a do you have a theory i'm still kind of processing i mean maybe maybe ryan's you know maybe he's he's worried that um he has a do you have a big do you have a sorry do you have a big spelunking trip coming up you know 
I've been thinking about surprising Julie with a spelunking trip. Ooh, okay. I was right. reading Julie, about caves not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Unironically, I actually was reading about caves not too long ago. You drive past a 7-Eleven often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We go pick up our packages at a 7-Eleven. Bingo. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're, um, you have a fetish for Slurpees, dog. I'm sorry to say it. That's it. And you're <laughs> trying, you, you, you kind of predicted that I would tell you this, and you got really mad at me in the dream. Mm, and, just like uh, right now your defense mechanism you so, knew it was coming <laughs> you knew mm. it was coming dude you knew i was gonna call you out in the slurpy thing you tried to like insert it as like a little detail but uh it wasn't denali having the slurpy and and slurping on it that woke you up and set you off it was your unbridled sexual attraction to the slurpy <laughs> He said he wanted a Freudian analysis, Ryan. He was, uh, I was about to say, he didn't say uh, uh, an actual accredited. Wow, uh, this guy was full of shit. <laughs> Freud was full of shit, uh, according to my freshman year uh, psych class. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you have uh, insecurity. Maybe you're you're insecure that I'm just I'm better and just kind of like. Uh, yeah, you know, I think. Uh, or I think that's maybe it. Where like the best at every every you. If I, if I'm going with you to do anything, there's going to be some part of you that's unhappy with my preparation. <laughs> that's um. Isn't that just the crux of every relationship? I have? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, nice. Uh. Jace was cool about the whole thing. Which is amazing because I probably been like, <laughs> why the fuck are we going into that hole? We're gonna die. <laughs> Oh, I would 100% have a panic attack before going spelunking. So uh, that's, you know, have no fear, Ryan. <laughs> I am not going spelunking. Uh, Jace, do you, have a, do you have a wicked dream? So, like, I, I think uh, I'm in, like, a, I, I dream a lot. And I also yeah. wake up in the middle of the night a lot, which means it's not uncommon for me to have, like, three or four separate dreams each night. Wow. And I tried to write, like, a sentence for at least a few and just realized that they, they kind of got longer as they went on but much like ryan this week i had a dream where denali i almost lost my shit so <laughs> i have this weird uh landscape i think in my dreams where everything is kind of interconnected and there's this kind of mecca where for some reason seattle and pullman are like neighborhoods in and of themselves and you can visit back and forth and um you were visiting the house that i was living in at some point and I remember we were talking in the garage and it was like, oh, there's a there's a nice golf course next door. We can we can go fuck around. We can go mess around at the golf course. Uh, so we we drive up to it full well, knowing that we're not good at golf. And we get up onto the first tee and you were like, I'm going to go first. It's like, OK. <laughs> And you stand up next to the ball for like three minutes, like practicing, like <laughs> and everyone's like and i'm like dude there's a line for yeah there's like a lot it says waiting at first hole <laughs> and then and then you finally go up and you hit it and you like i think you were honestly like prepped i think you were like pga prepped so just like the mm-hmm. spelunking thing it looked okay. like you were ready to play professional golf and you just <laughs> hit the shit the worst ball ever and and like it's like okay uh who's next <laughs> and you turn around you're like no <laughs> and you pull out this golf ball you're like i'm out here using this titleist five i'm gonna hit the fucking golf ball i deserve to go again and then you get up and i think it might have been a meme because you like i think you took like another eight minutes to hit the ball again the second time and i was just like 
Yeah, not only fearful for like uh, Denali's life because you might beat him to death with a golf club, right. but also <laughs> like you got you might get kicked out of the country club. Maybe I don't really know I... why we're there. <laughs> Denali embarrasses you in public. Yeah, I mean that's that's just again uh, another summarization. So if if people wanted to kind of get an idea of uh, of what our... it's like knowing <laughs> you for over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> you permeate our dreams, man. <laughs> so that I'm was, glad I can I can bring you guys stress from beyond. Yeah, that was a one. Is there, is there more? That was okay, a one okay. of like just like I mean twenty dreams this week. So it wasn't like I had one particular like I dreamt right. one this week and was like oh my god weird golf course dream. Um, my my second note was the most frightening and I don't know if I consider it a nightmare. Um, I was off of a beach like snorkeling with like five friends and a shark shows up and I'm swimming away from it as fast as I can. And it just keeps biting at my calves, oh, but no. I only end up with like two cuts on my leg, two like small little cuts on my legs before I get out of the water. I'm like, ah, <laughs> ah. it's like dream punches, bite. right? But dream shark bites, they're hmm. still ineffective. Okay. So what what do we think about this second dream with uh, with with a shark biting Jace's ankles? Mm -hmm. um, is this a complex? Are you running away? From He's something? running from something. Yeah. So what is say, the, yeah. What's the shark? Failure. Impending uh, age. And, uh, you know, where, yeah, if, if you start to slow down thing. at all, it's the beginning yeah. of the end. And Ooh. then you take a day off and you feel like you're being suffocated because, you know, you just feel guilty. Yeah. Shark gets you bite in. I take a lot of days off. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, Jace. That's a good one. Yeah. Jace, I'm with a similar affliction uh, with, with many dreams and uh, many wakeless nights because you probably, can probably tell I text you guys like 3 or 4 a.m. Yeah, you text often. us at Quite the often. strangest hours. <laughs> That's because I'm up, man. I'm just, you know, I got to respond to things and it's a good time. Um, you know, my mind's active. Nothing else to do. Sometimes you have to reset. Like if you have something that like spooks you in the middle of the night, yeah, oh, yeah. I have to get up Man. out of my bed, go to the bathroom, yeah. and be like, okay. reset." Yeah. yeah. Sometimes uh, I'll just I'll stare at the ceiling in bed, and I'll just stick my arm up in the air, and I'll see how long I can hold my arm vertically. And as soon as my arm starts to drift off to the side, I'm like, "Okay, I'm tired. I can go back to sleep." That is a really it, interesting technique. Yeah. It just makes me think about something else, like something else is going on. No, that's good. Maybe that's a good insomnia trick. Maybe I'll give it a try. You know, it's a mindfulness focusing on something else. Right. Yeah. Type of thing. Um, yeah, I did have a dream now that you guys mentioned it last night. Um, I was like in a bonnet and I was in like a carriage, like a kind of like a stroller. And you guys were both pushing me in the stroller. And then I was like, I'm so hungry. Um, and then Jace picks me up and takes my diaper off and just starts spanking me as hard as he can. And I'm like, ow, Jace, stop it. And then Ryan just starts wailing on my other buns, too. And next thing you know, I got both you guys just spanking me as hard as you can. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And then, you know, you guys are like, well, now you got a butt rash from getting spanked too much. And you guys, you know, go to go to Safeway and buy a bunch of baby powder and just start sprinkling all over my bare baby butt and then just start spanking away again. And it looks like the inside of a bakery in there. And then I, I let out a long toot and it's like a big vape cloud and it fills up the whole space. And then I wake up. And now I'm here. I think you're really it's excited for Christmas cookies. 
Yo, those powdered sugar cookies, man. <laughs> those uh, those those gingerbread cookies with the powdered that, sugar. That's it. <laughs> I'm so psyched for Christmas, guys. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I think I think it gets to the movie. get into the movie. <laughs> you guys want to talk about this movie? I'm talking about, about the holidays. Movie. Let's talk about literally anything else. <laughs> Well, let's talk more about my dreams, guys. Uh, what do you guys no, think? That's cool. Um, so this week mm. we had Gremlins. Yeah, I. Um, what about the baby diaper? Yeah, we covered Bacon. it. So I think, um, again, yeah. Christmas cookies. Yeah, yeah. I bet our audience right now is just like clawing their ears out, foaming at the mouth, just begging and pleading for us to get just to talk about Gremlins. If there's a podcast else, yeah. episode that makes you feel that way, you should probably just switch. <laughs> It's us. So let's, uh, you know, let's stop dawdling about. Let's get into our movie this week. Who, uh, who's got the synopsis this week? Is it me? I think so. Um. So, uh, Gremlins, Gremlins, guys, Gremlins. Uh, the classic 1984 Christmas horror comedy. We finally reviewed it. This is a, a, a Steven Spielberg produced, you know, classic movie. Starring a Zach Galligan, Phoebe Cates, uh, randomly Corey Feldman as well. Just a lot of huge stars for the time. And this is about a a uh, a boy who is a man. Is that right? Is he? Well, how old is how old is Billy? Because <laughs> like I don't. His, his dad's like I'm gonna find a, a present for my son, and I was like, he's okay. a teenager. We know he's a teenager. Yeah. Is he a teenager? But, yeah, he's a teenager. He's at a bank. Yep, he's a teenager. Okay, so Billy's a Billy's a boy. The drinking um, and, age at this point, I think, was 18. Was it 18? Okay, because he's in a bar, too. Yeah. Okay. And then so Billy um, gets a present for Christmas. And this present is a little creature called a mogwai that his, uh, his inventor dad steals uh, from a store, from a small business. And this, this mogwai thing is, is, is ancient. It ain't like your normal, uh, your normal pet. You know, it's got a couple of rules. Uh, what first rule? Uh, keep it in the dark. Don't shine any lights on it. Wicked doesn't like that. Second rule: um, it will climax as soon as it touches water. Jesus Christ! Climax. That's what it. Okay, listen. We could be. What's could the be second called, rule? It's it it. You know, it fucking, will start procreating if it, it touches it'll water. Procreate. It. Let's be adults now. There's there's other there's other words we can use, but let's just kind of like be mature um it does climax as soon as it touches water let's um, okay and i i totally understand do it yeah I, I totally understand that um can we get probably can we use like yeah so so the mogwai he when he touches water he um uh self um flies yeah yeah he, he gets stimulated and and then he he creates more of himself happy ryan yes um and then after he climaxes, he God. has all these gremlins. And then there's tons of them. There's like 30 of them now. And then Billy's like, dang, what? I know I was told all these rules, but there's only one more I need to break because I'm a fucking idiot because I'm like the dumbest character in the history of cinema. And he, he's like, all right, these, 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 grim, these, these little guys, spoilers, sorry, these mogwai are, are hungry and I'm going to give them a bunch of chicken wings and they, after midnight, which is the last rule, don't feed them after midnight, that makes them wicked mean. And then, um, yeah, yeah, they, they turn, they turn, um, 
they turn into gremlins, guys. And they that was the most convoluted way of telling the, the three rules. You, you can do it in like under 12 words. They, they attack the town, guys. And no bright lights, no water. Okay. And don't yeah. feed them after midnight. Excuse me. I'm not Steven Soderbergh over here. OK, uh, I'm just he trying writes, to I think notorious long scripts to actually. give you a, a, a day in the life type of script. You know, I'm not I'm not like freaking. Um, I'm know, sorry. Old I'm man sorry I stepped on your toes here. Yeah, I'm more like uh, Ulysses, the book, when I describe these movies. Is that a horse yes. book? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's Gremlins, guys. And, and, you know, I'm sure the audience knows what I'm talking about. They've seen this movie. It's during Christmas, and they got to solve this gosh darn Gremlins problem. So, so, so yeah, that's, that's, that's Gremlins. Um, you know, I was, I was kind of wondering, and, I, you know, I know you, you guys might have thought about this, too, because... The way the Mogwai is introduced, it's kind of introduced as like this, like, oh, it's like an ancient Chinese thing, right? Like, because yeah. he gets it from Chinatown. Um, he's like, it's called a Mogwai. And I think uh, white people in the 80s just kind of thought if it was from China, that's basically like it's from space or something. Yeah. Because um, there's nothing really Chinese, especially about it, I feel. Well, I think um, Mogwai is a uh, an aspect of Chinese folklore. Is it really? Is it actually? Let me yeah. let me look it up. Let me Mogwai. Um, because I was wondering, like, is there a? Uh, well, Mogwai is actually a band. So, well, okay. I, what what came first, the chicken or the egg in this situation? Um, to be clear, 1980s. There are probably hundreds, if not thousands, of animals you've never seen before. So, like, yeah, he could have found a Mogwai in any shop, and he would have been like, "What the? F yeah, because <laughs> they're um." Like, where do you think, where do you guys think Mogwais came from? Because, like, evolutionarily, I feel like it just doesn't make sense with the rules. It They're has. an alien species, and only one in 10,000 Mogwai is actually yeah. nice, like, yeah, like Gizmo, Gizmo is. Uh, and that's canon. I think that's actually literally that. It is literally yeah. canon. Yeah. Is that canon? Where'd you, where'd in you In the second that? movie, there's yeah. a laboratory scene with Christopher Lee, and he does a lot of experiments. I think that was, like... Either in the first or second movie, in the deleted deleted scenes, there was something about like explaining the Mogwai. Oh shit! Are you for real? Because yeah, my they, thing was that I thought this was a bioweapon. Like oh. this is at like an evil evil villain's. Can conflict. we talk a little bit about? I don't know if you guys have a longer bit to go into, but like, the, uh, can we talk a little bit about the Gremlins themselves? Because they're my, one of my favorite aspects of like urban legend. Oh, yeah, like the, the World War II legend. Yeah, um, gremlins uh, are not made up just for this movie. Gremlins have been a story for a long time. And uh, notably, they, whenever something is wrong with a machine or like an electrical component, sometimes you say, oh, it's got gremlins, if you can't explain the situation. Right. And that goes back also to World War II. And there was a character in this who would ramble about this sort of thing. He would say, oh, there were always these gremlins in our airplanes. Uh, but there's stories from pilots who are very well respected, like Charles Lindbergh, who said that he was flying across probably the Atlantic and he saw gremlins out on his plane wings or like in the cockpit. And they, they weren't just making him crash. They were like they were like messing with his radar and stuff. But and then some people also say like they will help you in a situation as well if you need help. I feel like this was before pressurized cabins. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, toxic. <laughs> yeah. There was a gas leak into your <laughs> in your plane. But yeah, yeah so it's, your, it's, yeah. A, it's a really old legend, the Gremlins part. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I really liked how they tied that in where they would just mess with machinery and they would just yeah. totally jack everything up. But then also they would still be able to work things like they work the movie projector and they like one of my favorite scene in the movie. They uh, sabotage the lady's automatic chair that goes up the stairwell for her. Yeah, you know, they sit up. <laughs> Sometimes people old people have like a chair that will let them go up the stairs Plenty of and they, they turbo it and then yeah, she goes flying surprising intelligence and i think that goes into my my evil villain uh theory is that i do think these were engineered like you know let's say we're at an evil villain conference you know and yeah. I'm, I'm pitching i'm pitching gremlins uh, you know okay like, oh, hey, so guys, this is like you know. the snl <laughs> it's not like <laughs> i'm not gonna go Hey guys, um, thanks for for inviting me to the conference. Uh, super excited to be here, guys. Uh, just uh, you know, feel free to ask me any questions you guys have. Um, name's Johnny Grems, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of give you guys my pitch. All right. So I have this uh, this this creature, okay, and it's called a gremlin, uh, mm-hmm. named after me, and it's it's power. It's gonna revolutionize the game. Uh, he's he's when uh when it touches water, it does it it um. Multiplies. It, it it multiple. Thank you, thank you. Uh, down in front, and there's there's more of them, and there's there's gonna be a lot of them. It's, it's everyone follow so far. Yeah, how is this uh gonna help you be like an evil uh, yeah. villain? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and what um, do they do? Yeah, so uh they uh so when thank you, thank you guys. By the way, that kind of that's a good that's a good uh, segue. So after you get them wet and there's a ton of them, they have they get wicked mad if you if you feed them after uh, midnight, you know, local time. And when they when they flip, they turn into scaly perverts who like to smoke and drink. And the like, scaly perverts also. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and oh, oh, so, so that, yeah. Uh, yeah. When they get wet, they will also climax, too. They just Guys. like. So yeah. are we uh, when when we purchase these minions for ourselves, do, which mm-hmm. package do we get? Do we do we start with the cute kind of looking ones uh, or the scaly? cute ones are going to be? Yeah, yeah. Good question. Uh, cute ones. Why are would I shit. want? Why would I want to buy these? Well, uh, well, uh, OK, uh, <laughs> a little rude, but um, these guys, they uh, mess with the lights and and they uh, and they uh. swing around on like a ceiling fan. Anyways, what do you guys think? You guys want to buy in? I just don't quite understand the after midnight part. Well, after after midnight, they turn into eggs. Isn't it always after midnight? Well, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. You feed them after midnight and they turn into eggs. What are their weaknesses? Weaknesses? Yeah. So uh, this is, I mean, it's kind of a, a bug, but I like to call it a feature. <laughs> so uh, it, it uh, bright lights pretty much KO'd. Actually KO'd so hard, they turn into Gak from Nickelodeon. Like how, how many lumens are we talking about? Any lumen at all, actually. One lumen? Yeah, one lumen, they will turn into Gak uh, from Nickelodeon. And I, we might need to, uh, you know, give them a call. I'm I'm sorry. And for that reason, I'm out. You're out. OK. Uh, did you have any other questions? Any closing questions uh, before I. They um, um Can they talk like do they understand verbal command or. That is not clear. I'm out. Yeah. I, yeah. OK. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What on the stage? <laughs> so we've all seen this movie before, right? You know, yes. 
I did not remember half stuff in this movie. I've seen this movie probably more than any other movie we've reviewed on this podcast. Uh, same for me. I watched it with Amber, and it was her first time. She Wowzers. had never heard of it. Yeah. What? And so, you know, I was kind of hyping it up. I was like, oh, it's such a classic. You know, it, it's like an 80s staple. Um, and then when I watched it, I think in my head it was better <laughs> when I had watched it as a child. And oh, I feel it. the exact opposite. You think it's better now? Than- I was laughing until I couldn't <laughs> breathe today. <laughs> there was a couple of good seats, but like Amber, like she when she watched the opening scene, she was like, is this like a real movie? Like, is this like because the I didn't realize how bad the acting and dialogue. was. Yeah. And she was like, I can't watch this. Like, it's this is like the wildest, like, fucking movie. This movie, like yeah. the, the the stuff they put the gremlins up to, I forget every single time. Like, mm. they have so many weird gremlins. They have like a masked robber gremlin. Oh. They have a gremlin who likes to wear Santa hats and jump on ceiling fans. They have for a split second, like a doctor gremlin. There's a gremlin wearing a corset with lipstick on and a wig. There's so there's cool gremlin and there's puppet show gremlin. Like there's so many cool things in this movie that are like so funny. And there's like a leg warmers exercise video gremlin. (laughs) And I I think, yeah. There, you just couldn't do things like that nowadays and uh, be just wholeheartedly accepted, I think. Yeah, I didn't think they'd go in. I, I remember stuff like that in the second Gremlins, which is what it's you know famous yeah. for. But to do that on your inaugural movie. Yeah, it's really... the first time and like the audience is still figuring out what these Gremlins are. And immediately <laughs> they go to like, let's have one Gremlin smoke four cigarettes at the same time. And everything stops dead when the jazz music comes on and yes. there's like a cool gremlin smoking a cigarette at a table and he like looks over and everybody else is playing poker. And that's when Amber was like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? They like they break all pacing from a normal movie and then a gremlin yeah. comes over and does a puppet show for him. And yeah. it's just like I've never been more happy with what happens on my television screen than when I'm watching a gremlin's movie. Um, I agree with with those scenes. I I laughed my ass off, and I think that was kind of like proto Adult Swim almost, with like, yeah. kind of with like a non non secular, if that's the right word, like type yeah. of humor, where it's just it happens, and it's like, whoa, what the fuck? The you made the comment right there at the beginning, where it's like you were like, holy crap, this acting is in the dialogue is atrocious. Yeah. I found a review for this movie where the only good thing they said about it was that the dad was funny and his dialogue was good. And I was like, this person had a stroke. (laughs) This person is the opposite of me. That's like anti-human. Like the guy walks in, hello, my name is Charles. I make inventions. Give me something. Okay, I have to admit, I really liked the dad's inventions. I thought all the invention scenes were great. Yeah. Like the scene with the orange juice. The orange juice is oh my god! Yeah, it's funny. Annihilates the kitchen. (laughs) This movie has several uh, really great Chekhov's guns that give you a good payoff. So at one point, the dad walks in and he shuts the door behind him, and a sword falls off the wall for some stupid reason. And he's acting all nonchalant, right? Like, oh, there's a sword in the living room, yada yada yada. And then there's the orange juice scene where he's taking orange juice in the kitchen. 
and uh, and something in the kitchen, and it malfunctions and it spits orange juice everywhere. And then at, both of those things are used to kill gremlins. That's so cool. What other movie is just like, yeah, we're gonna juice a gremlin. Like we're we're gonna have a five minute scene where it's that's like super feminist, where this mom just goes Rambo on some gremlins. That's that came out of nowhere. Yeah, we, can we talk about that scene next? Yeah, that was um, that was a shock. It's it's uh, uh, quite a statement to make your first kill of the movie, turning on a blender and blending a gremlin to death. That's like, like the, the, in most movies, the mom would be the first victim. She would be in the house when the gremlins turn into gremlins and the gremlins would come downstairs and scare her in the kitchen, which is kind of a, you know, a sexist trope. Right, right. And they would kill her in some funny way and the parents would come home and be like, oh, no. But in this movie, she hears something upstairs and she immediately grabs a steak knife and then thinks for a second and turns around and grabs a second like steak knife. It, dual, like Jay said, he texted us. He was like, dual wielding <laughs> and then goes to town on these gremlins. Like, dude, she fucking wrecks like, them. Yes. Like there's like six gremlins in that kitchen and she puts them all down one after the other. She microwaves gremlins. She juices gremlins. She stabs gremlins like it's a freaking like she's Michael Myers. It's so cool. And I really love that she was not like a helpless victim. She went to town. Honestly, the only helpless person was Billy in this movie. Yeah. Is mm. even his uh, even Phoebe Cates. I forgot her name. Phoebe Cates character in this movie um she had a higher body count than billy yeah because i mean she slams a gremlin's head with into a car door she does a couple of like camera flashes to take gremlins down and yeah. billy is just a fucking limp yeah. rag that whole movie uh Phoebe also dodges limp. bullets like literally yeah she dodged a, a bullet at point blank <laughs> so freaking probably, matrix style <laughs> some latent abilities there it's not being talked about <laughs> So the other thing with her character is she's just willing to go with the flow for like a really long time. Like, I'm sorry, lady, but like totally chill. Why are you serving these gremlins in the bar? Like she's <laughs> literally in the bar and they're just absolutely trashing this bar and she's yeah. serving them like they're human beings. Yeah, she's and, but one of them has a like, gun. <laughs> she's trying, so. And she's trying to like light their cigarettes for them. And the, the guy that's smoking four of them at the same time, she's like yeah. lighting them. And uh and then at one point she realizes that she can like kill them. And so she does try and get out. But I, I love her character. Her character is one of my favorite characters ever. Let this. I'm going to talk about it. We got to talk about okay. it now. Yeah. Her character, Kate, got two things. I loved oh, I the I scene. Know, yeah. Well, one, I like the scene where he like took her to her door and they were having a normal conversation and she turns to walk away. And instead of just saying something normally, he's like, Kate, did you catch that? Whereas she's like, when he oh. asks her out. Yeah. He has a scene where it's like a normal conversation. She's leaving and he just yells her name emphatically like, Kate. And then he goes back to, hey, um, yeah, sorry. Anyway. No, I didn't notice that, Jace. So I thought Amber, that was weird. Uh, it was probably like an intercut or something where they're like, we have literally no other footage of her turning around. <laughs> But her, yeah, Kate, was Kate hates Christmas. Yeah. Yes, please, Jace, please. And you think maybe it's um, maybe it's kind of a 
has some anti-capitalistic intent because we we see a lot of that in the movie and the, the undertones but um she has this line where she says you know well other people are celebrating christmas there are a lot of people that are you know lamenting it and it's a depressing time of year and kind of like it leaves it at that and billy is yeah. so innate he doesn't ask at all he's just like okay <laughs> he just wanders around like aimlessly we get to the point where he's asked her out she has agreed she has dealt with this gremlin shit and she's on her couch and in the biggest turn of any movie i've ever seen she's like do you want to know why i hate christmas i hate christmas because my dad disappeared and then five oh, days God. later, I tried to light the fireplace and it started to stink. And it turns out my dad went missing because he tried to dress up like Santa. He fell down the <laughs> chimney, broke his neck instantly. So I found out on the same day that Santa isn't real and my dad was dead. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's like, that's how I found out Santa wasn't was real. real. Why was that in the movie? And then right after that, Billy's just like, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't give a shit at all. That was Amber's comment when she started talking. She was like, Billy's not even listening. Because he's yes. just going around. He's that like picking scene, up a telephone and he's like just walking around. That scene is like, I think, comedy gold. It's because hilarious. this movie is like funny. though. There, there's nothing really sad in this movie all that much. And then she just gives this terrible, terrible speech. And it's completely cold cut like nobody cares <laughs> and the director had uh, was told by his editor or at least the studio that he had to pick a pick and choose between that scene and a different scene yeah to put in the movie and he chose this one instead so there's a deleted scene um what where was the other scene I, I i know i just watched it today i have the special edition Ooh. so like they, it's in the bank in the same building really and they go around the corner and they find the boss like murdered by the gremlins iron ironically it's kind of funny okay. yeah and then there's a bank vault and they hear a voice from the bank vault and they open the bank vault up and it's that annoying guy who keeps hitting on kate that works at the oh. bank oh yeah Judge. i'm gonna be a millionaire by the time i'm 30 yeah <laughs> and he's they the gremlins have locked him in the vault and he's it's still behind bars at this point and they open the big swing vault door and he's like, you let me out, please clip on, please let me out. And he's just being a total dick. And then so they end up just closing the vault door back on him and trapping oh him my in there. God, I think that okay. was so it was one or the other. Yeah, that's um, that's on brand for Billy, I think, because um, he doesn't I, understand what death is. I feel like that's what it is. He just like he does yeah. not care. It's because. I think it's part of it is the leaded gasoline. You know, back then it was more lead poisoning just around the 80s and brains just didn't work the same way. And like he uh, he did witness a murder scene with the high school teacher um, that he showed the first gremlin to because he rolls up and he sees the high school teacher dead on the ground like a gremlin, like injected right. him with poison. And he's like, oh, oh, dang. And that was kind of his that was just the end of his reaction. And he goes to the cops and doesn't mention it. Yeah, the cops are like, oh, right. Yeah, like, what's going to happen? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, he doesn't mention that. He only They've already killed somebody. Yeah, he should have just been like, there's a dead body. Like, just just connect the you, dots from there. No, you do. No, no, you don't go to a police station. And you say, there's a dead body. Some little murderous creatures did it. They'll be like, you killed the school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you become suspect number one. <laughs> 
not like those police officers even cared about murders happening anyways because uh there was literally a guy getting mauled by gremlins in a hilarious scene where they just like roll up the window and they're like oh jesus <laughs> better get the hell out of here can we go back yeah and the police say something that's one of my favorite lines in the movie um of which there are many is yeah. he says this is christmas not halloween and that's the theme that's the theme of the movie, you guys. Like, that is the movie in one sentence because it, there's this dichotomy between disgusting and peaceful. And you have, like, gremlins and mogwai. And you have people that love Christmas and you have people whose fathers die on Christmas. Yeah. And I think that uh, something that Kate says is she says, like, it's okay to hate other holidays, but people don't like it if you don't like Christmas. That's, I think, a really great point. And I don't like Christmas. And whenever I tell someone that, they're like, what? You're crazy. But if I'm like, yeah, I don't like Arbor Day. Nobody's like, what? They're like, Are you oh, fucking yeah, kidding me? That's reasonable. <laughs> uh, and people, plenty of people hate Halloween or Fourth of July and things like that. But yeah. Uh, Christmas is given this, you know, well, obviously for religious purposes, but like, uh, it's not that big of a deal to not yeah. like the holiday. You have a preference. Yeah. Some people don't like the obligation of having to spend a piss load of money every year. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so like they purposely made this movie an anti-Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. This is a, this is really it's Halloween, not Christmas, because like they really sit in summer. <laughs> they didn't have like actual Christmas music in the movie. It's always they had a um, few. They had like yeah. riffs on it, yeah. It's an interesting thing um, when a movie releases like a like, or it's like when a Christmas themed movie comes out in like a non Christmas time. Yeah. I remember Iron Man three came out in like May or something, and uh, it was a Christmas movie. It was like, and at the end they're like Merry Christmas and they hug, and I'm like, huh, that is a weird choice. <laughs> thematically and also yeah. like time of year. Yeah, I just like, uh, do, were we supposed to feel like a Christmassy move leaving the theater? And that happens over and over again. It's 108 um, degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> now like, I'm what just is angry. This supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. This movie has the highest body count of humans of any holiday horror movie we watched. Seriously? Yeah. Nine people wow. die in this movie. And, uh, no way. Yep. Well, uh, do you know, do you remember which, because uh, I, uh, okay, so like there was the tractor death, right? Um, where the old man and his wife get run over by a tractor Two, um, there was the old lady getting yeeted out of the window with the, the, the stairs thing that Ryan mentioned, which was hilarious. Yep. <laughs> so that's three, uh, guy Prof getting mauled, yeah. mauled professor, professor five. Um, the, the, there was when you search it up, the count online is okay. Yeah, and there's a couple people that get killed in deleted scenes. Okay, yeah. And then, did you guys catch the radio guy? Oh, yes. This is like Rockin' Randy. It's been a rough night, but I'm still <laughs> on the air. <laughs> like like, we got the hoses. We're gonna, we're gonna blast them once they come through that door. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Rockin' Randy. Little things like that, I think, are what, what makes a movie feel self-contained. And yeah. uh, there's also another line... It's the one that the Kate says, and she says, they're talking about the bar, and Billy says, that's where my dad proposed to my mom. And she says, that's where everybody's dad proposed to their mom. 
And I think that's just a great way to make a script feel like it's set in a small town or like, you know, this yeah. town's going nowhere. I would love to see uh, just a series uh, of just like a gremlin society just functioning after just seeing like the movie theater scene where they were just kind of like running things because they're highly intelligent. Yeah. And I just want to see a wordless drama, kind of like the in Rick and Morty, there was that whole like snake subplot where they were just hissing and you just see a whole storyline play out. Um, they could totally do the same thing with Gremlins. Yeah. The movie theater scene is amazing because you first see them all sitting orderly, like they're each in, they're, they're each yeah, in a seat, seat in the movie theater. <laughs> and then you go up to the projector booth and they're, they're messing with the film, they're tearing the film apart. And then... Uh, they end up working the projector. Like the projector yeah. turns on and plays the movie. <laughs> it's not easy. Like and they can read. They're intelligent. Yeah, they can read and speak. And Billy's go-to is to uh, fill the theater up with gas and blow, blow it to high hell. Yeah, it works. But like, is that your go-to? First, what's he your even... choice? not commit domestic terrorism and just get the fuck out of town dude get get like some uh, you know get the military involved i think or it was i think the idea was that they sabotaged all the electronics they sabotaged all the cars yeah homie had to chill okay because i just don't think i would go straight to rambo and blow mm. up a building you know and he doesn't know he, he didn't clear that place he doesn't know if there's like any workers in there still or something he just killed like 800 sentient beings so you would well, have taken the time to leave the town, drive to your local nearest military establishment, let the gremlins yeah. kill your everybody you've known growing up. And he you, already did you that. feel you took the moral high road because you didn't blow up the theater. It's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have fled the town from the first gremlin sighting. Yeah, Actually, but that's why he's like, that's why they tell that's why they tell this story. And there's probably people who did leave. But they're telling this story because, well, he started it. Yeah, and also and he's fixing it. the mess. He's like, uh, you know, he's saving the girl, which she ends up kind of doing all the work. And yeah. he has a cool chainsaw fight with the gremlin. That she she saves him. She would have yeah. just been chainsawed if she didn't turn on the lights. Um, it, that, that sequence turned into Looney Tunes and I was here for it. Like me the, too. The, 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 the chainsaw scene where he the chainsaw hits the ground and it therefore propels the gremlins like a snowmobile <laughs> and he, he drags him across it and then he hits the wall and like there's birds around his head and like at one point also gizmo gets absolutely clobbered when he pulls on the blinds yeah and then ratchet up and there's this cut cutaway shot of gizmo just being launched into the ceiling and like he messes himself up I liked the uh, yeah. a lot of the perspective shots from like Mogwai and Gremlin Height. Yes, in this movie, especially the, the thing, little right? the, yeah. the race car scene too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like you anthropomorphize in a way these uh, non-human creatures when you put the camera at their eye level and shoot them like they're a human figure. Yeah, and that's what the thing does uh, whenever it's focused on the dog, who's the monster. Like they put the camera level at the dog's eye level. And so you're instantly thinking from the get go, something's off. Like, I'm not used to seeing dogs like this. Yeah. Well, I got the same feeling from an even better movie um, called Thanks Killing, where oh. the turkey was pretending to be a human. Uh, and you also saw from his level. And you're like, is this a turkey? 
and you're not sure because the disguise is so it's good. So good, yeah. Super high deception roll. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Hugs hi, the turkey. Hi, Are these your friends? Dad, you know my friends. I like how the end of the movie, um, where they the, the Mogwai goes back home, and the dad's like, "We're so sorry," and they kind of just shrug <laughs> off that they killed half their town. So, uh, thanks, guys, for coming. Uh, this is the Gremlins patch updates meeting. Uh, Johnny Grems, uh, unfortunately, was eaten alive. Uh, so, uh, I'm just here. We're just going to try to work this stuff out, just make these gremlins uh, actually uh, marketable and workable for us evil people. So, uh, you guys got any thoughts, uh, patches? We're thinking um, l- make the mohawk guy, just make it bigger. For sure. Ta- taller mohawk. mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to make the mohawk bigger. Um, Longer, too. Then... Kind of like a mullet. Mo mullet. Yeah. M- yeah. Mohawk mullet. M- more like a dog the bounty hunter yeah um uh greener i think there's a good amount of green the problem is with dark green like forest green and low lighting it looks really dark and it's hard to see the gremlins yeah the point so but we could do more like a neon green make them easier to see yeah each gremlin could have like its own pattern and then we have to sell gremlin camo so if they're on a night mission Mm -hmm. you can't see them again Oh, yeah, tactical gear for gremlins. That's actually would probably... What if... Oh, my God. What if we gave gremlins, like, a wetsuit? Mm. Like a SWAT team suit? If, what if we gave them, like, a full-body wetsuit or something like that, and then they could yeah. go in the water, and also they could be exposed to sunlight and give them sunglasses? Uh, yeah, the sunlight patch. Everyone's been asking about the sunlight thing. They want that. They're tired of the gack. I, I, I went to the bar at the conference... Yeah, yeah. You know, right down there, and I saw one of your gremlins drinking beer. Yeah, that, that's that's part. But of their that's shit. like that's water, and he's not. No, it has to be actual water. Alcohol content nullifies yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and that's so get... you see also uh, with the midnight. They do they understand time zones? Uh, yeah, they got their. Uh, listen, this is all Johnny Grimm's stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm not his spoke. He had wicked bad lead poisoning. We pro- I don't yeah, even, we should probably yeah. do like a time zone thing. They, it, he seemed to uh, say that his first deployment of these was to a small yeah. town in something like Kansas. Um, yeah. They can walk on snow. That yeah, is also that pure problem. water. Oh. I was sort of imagining them as like cold blooded so like the snow wouldn't melt. Bingo. Thank you. Down in front. What's your name? Uh, Fred um, Greenwood. Greenwood, you're promoted. Oh. I'm just trying to ask the scientific-based questions here instead of get through this malarkey because, you know, if beer doesn't count, but frozen pure We're water... We're fixing the water patch. We're fixing the water patch. We're giving okay. them wetsuits. Wetsuits. Okay, what? Yeah, okay, no, every I'm fully gremlin on board gets a wetsuit. Longer hair, wetsuits, more green. And that's all yeah, we're sunglasses. fixing. sunglasses. And sunglasses, too. Um, well, guys, are we ready to give our reviews? Yeah, uh, there's, there's nothing else to say that we can't say in review form. I think I'm ready. All right. Well, let's let's hit it with our spiritometers for this movie. Spiritometer for Gremlins. This is going to be interesting weighing it against uh, Krampus. This this does take place during Christmas. They do say Merry Christmas a few times. Um, there's some passing references to Santa Claus in Phoebe Cates' character story. There's a lot of spray painted asbestos snow all over the set. Um, so it does look vaguely cold. Um, but other than that, these gremlins aren't really Christmas themed. Could have taken place during any holiday, just like we've said in other episodes. Um, this could have been, you know, during St. Patrick's Day or Valentine's Day. Uh, these gremlins themselves. 
are not very holiday themed. There's there wasn't really any Christmas themed kills. Maybe if the gremlin, I don't know, stabbed someone with a candy cane or hit someone with like a little nutcracker toy or something, then maybe you're going to get some higher numbers from me. So since it does take place during the holiday, some characters mention Christmas. There's decorations and things like that. I'm going to give it a four. It does register on the scale. I think you're not wrong to call it a Christmas movie, but it's not very Christmassy to me. I think the uh, the monsters themselves are just a self-contained entity. And I believe the second one, um, I'm not sure if does that take place during Christmas itself? Too? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it didn't need it as part of its DNA. So it's going to be a four. That's fair. Um, I'm going to go higher. I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, I think you are right. It could take place on a different holiday, but I do think this was very much a Christmas movie because, like, it was a Christmas present gone wrong. Like, that's the whole premise. I think there were some other Christmas references, such as the carolers, right? Like, the uh, gremlins at one point take the place of a human oh, caroling yeah. team. And so when she answers the door, it's just a bunch of gremlins going, rah, rah, rah. and it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with the seven. There's Santa hats abound. The bar is decorated. You know, there, there's snowmen and stuff. So I'm going to go with seven. All right. A seven. I'm giving it a nine. Wow. I think nine on I the think spirit I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm disappointed that you would give this movie the same score that you gave. I know what you did last summer for being Fourth of July. That's dis- just that's disgusting. Okay, well let me let me hear it. What what's what makes this Christmassy for you? Yeah, exactly. It was the Mogwai Gizmo is a gift. Yeah, thematically everything's set around the fact that it's Christmas. Um, it's I mean set design, the carolers. It, it this movie feels like Christmas to me. I just wouldn't give it a four, which is the numbers that we've given like Thanksgiving. And we've given I Know What You Did Last Summer because those were like holiday adjacent, but a lot of work went into this to making you feel uh, a bit more like you were on the holiday than those. That might be too high, but um, I left the movie. I left the movie being like, wow, that was that was Christmassy. All the characters were talking about Christmas. There were Christmas tree scenes. Santa Claus got killed by a bunch of uh gremlins i yeah. believe i think that's um, the guy that uh was crawling out of the house he was dressed as santa the and then i mean the the santa claus dead and i chimney monologue it's just, <laughs> just totally out of place and i could definitely beat the shit out of at least one gremlin there it is <laughs> so you know it might at be an one. eight but how good are you in uh swarm combat like uh, are you good at like Ooh, i think would be pretty good like crowd Baby. control if because I'm not he, fighting Spike, Spike is crafty. Yeah. Spike? This one I think is Stripe. Spike is the second. Oh. It's the villain in the second movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Stripe. If it was Stripe, he's, he's good. good. He's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, Jace, I think you have the like hip flexibility and uh, you know, you have this nice. awareness, body awareness to take out several gremlins at once. I think you would fare better in the same situation that that Santa person was in. Yeah. You'd get out of that. Half type of uh weaponry would be good kind of sweeping you know take Ooh. out multiple at the same time i'm thinking like matrix you know like uh, how would how would uh stripe do on survivor well um uh, most of the challenges are during the day so he would die medical evac i think he died in the helicopter <laughs> The helicopter's like the pilots like swerving all over the place in the intro. 
Um, as far as my movie score goes um, for this guy, it's, I'm going to try to weigh this free of nostalgia uh, for me. What? I'm going to try to actually rate this thing because, you know, I, I just this movie is like a, is a classic. And because if I if I rate it for my nostalgia meter of like something I watched growing up, I'm going to give it a 10, which I don't think is fair to what I watched last night because I was laughing at the movie a lot, um, you know, and, and there were a lot of parts where I was just like squirming in my chair because it was just so awkwardly done. However, I did get some laughs. I did, um, you know, think a lot of the Gremlins gags was funny. There are times where I thought they built like a cool and funny world with the inventors uh, conference. There was some pretty funny lines in there. However, at the end of the movie, I was like, that was just kind of very feverish. It was paced super weird. Uh, there was times where it just kind of stops dead. Billy makes a ton of just really frustrating decisions where I'm like pulling my hair out watching this idiot. Like there's a gremlin that comes on a TV. He looks at it and he's like, oh, and then pauses and then swings and hits it with a bat. And I'm like, that didn't make sense. Uh, there's just constant things like that in this movie. Maybe it's a product of the time and I'm just spoiled. So I'm going to give this movie a seven, which I think is is merciful. This movie is if you haven't seen it, you know, it, it's a staple. It's you know, if, if you're if you're looking for new Christmas content that isn't Die Hard and, you know, those stop motion movies, uh, check out Gremlins if you haven't already. But uh, yeah, a seven. Pretty, pretty good still. I thought you were going to be harsher than that. Uh I'm going to take nostalgia into consideration. I'm going to give this, I think, uh, an eight. We've give, we've had some other movies that I think are just, obviously are just better. Like pacing, I think, is this movie's worst problem. Mm -hmm. um, it gets pacing way wrong and pacing way right. There's a couple scenes that are so long, and I wish they were longer because I'm just loving every second of it. <laughs> I mean, there are some scenes that are so long that I'm like, why did they not cut this? They cut so much else. Why did they not cut, not cut it? Because the original cut was like two hours and 45 minutes, apparently. Are you serious? And yeah, they have, they have over an hour of Gremlins footage just chilling somewhere on the floor. Dear God. And uh, I love this movie. I think that some really um, great tropes were continued. Uh, not, not, I, I don't mean tropes negatively. I mean, from my favorite horror movies, which are things like creature features, like Alien and the Thing, what they did was they sought out the guidance of a scientist. And in this movie, that's exactly what they did. The first thing they do is, oh, my God, I don't understand this. This looks to be not like a normal creature. I mean, I'm going to go to the only scientist that I know because he knows more about this type of thing than I do. The high school teacher. And they go to the high school teacher. And that's fine. Um, the characters are making a smart choice. And they do that in those other movies as well. And I like that because I, that's something I would do. Like, I'm not an expert. You should give me some advice. And I don't know. I don't have that much of a problem with Billy. I think he's an idiot, but I think he's supposed to be an idiot. Um, I don't think he's supposed to be, you know, John Rambo. And uh, this movie's just good. There's some great lighting in this movie with the uh, pool scene. They put the whole pool there, like at YMCA or something like that, and then yeah. they light up because the gremlins multiply with water and they get into the pool. You're like, oh no! And it's really cool. I love this movie. Um, the theater scene just has me laughing my butt off with the gremlins like singing with the seven dwarfs, <laughs> and I think that's just so good. Uh, yeah. What I say, an eight? Let's go eight. Yeah. 
I don't think that I watched. I think I might have seen Gremlins too when I was a kid. I might have not have seen mm-hmm. this movie because mm-hmm. oh. because I I re- remember I recall telling you last week that I know that the only thing about Gremlins was that it scared the living crap out of me, and I was very very pleasantly surprised with this movie. I thought like uh, tonally with the shots, like the 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 sets. And the color scheme was well done. I liked a lot of the effort that it seemed like had to go into this movie in 1984 for making the sets. And a lot of the, agree. Uh, like crazy, the amount of detail. Um, yeah, the main character was was pretty stupid. Um, <laughs> one of I think uh, like thinking back, one of my favorite scenes was at the inventor show when he's talking on the phone and then it cuts and then it goes back. And then the two people in the back are cleaning up the the, the thing that exploded. Like I one think, of the cars yeah. must have exploded. But Jace, I think that's a time machine. Oh, what? yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jason. It's, it's built very similar to like the original time machine from the H.G. Wells novel. Huh. And so I think it's like an in joke that like it worked. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on the movie details subreddit or someone pointed that out where it's just like it just disappears and they're just like looking at the empty space <laughs> like picking up like a wheel yeah and i didn't notice that for years so it's cool that i, I think that's either. awesome that you noticed it on your first run through it's, it's the movie's really detailed i think one of the things that like the producer and the director made sure to do was like the movie had a lot of references to other movies a lot other yeah, a Steven lot of Spielberg. other yeah pop culture and this is probably my favorite movie we've watched this season that's awesome. And I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it the same Dang. score that I gave trick or treat just because it's not definitely not perfect. All right. um, that's grand ones too. <laughs> that's perfection. Uh, to- totally not perfect, but I was really just surprised. I had to watch it this morning. I'm just kind of blown away how much fun, like how many times it laughed, how much fun I had watching it. And it's probably a yearly Christmas movie. Yeah. Just yeah, like surviving Christmas. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> You're locked in, Ryan. I know. I feel uh, bad. Do you make so many... <laughs> I didn't want to overshoot you guys by so much. Yeah, we're just gremlins haters, you and me, Ryan. Uh, well, hell yeah, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, this is just. I'm glad we got a chance to review this movie for our our, our, uh, our Christmas episode. I did see that there is still, still a third movie in the works. It's still in production hell. Yeah, Joe, Joe Dante, I think, has been planning it for like a long time. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of work that goes into it. And trying to find someone who's willing to give him creative control, I think, is a huge problem. Well, after the second one, I think that was the whole, <laughs> yeah, the whole debacle. And then I think uh, I was like, I'd read a bit from like a, an interview with, uh, I think, you know, one of the producers. And uh, he was saying that they had written a script and the script explored the idea that like if all the gremlins come from getting Gizmo wet and feeding his Mogwai offspring after midnight, uh, should Gizmo be eliminated? And uh, he described his script as twisted and dark. So and That'd like be so, so cool. <laughs> so are they is there just like a SWAT team trying to uh, eliminate Gizmo? And, and Gizmo just, uh, fights back that. and he purposefully makes gremlins. Maybe it's like Planet of the Apes. Now he's evil. Yo, hold on. Okay. Whoa. So, Planet of the Gremlins. Okay. Oh my God. This is Denali. a lot easier problem to solve. I sent you guys a gif of a 75,000 lumen <laughs> <laughs> flashlight. flashlight. <laughs> you can just walk up and be like, <laughs> just melt all of them. <laughs> I'm going to give them wetsuits and sunglasses. Oh, yep. Yeah, I forgot. The so, patch, the right. patch, Jace. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then the the mullet mohawk thing also kind of um yeah, it makes them really cool makes them too cool and you're you're kind of distracted and then they, they get you yeah yeah like i think that would be the perfect segue to then just a all gremlins world and we can just watch movies with gremlins antics you know like uh, yeah. there's a gremlins president election and there's like a gremlins journalist trying to like blow the whole thing open and i want to see like a world where uh humans are still around but gremlins run it and right. so like uh maybe gremlins are in the crowd at like a sports event and they like make they make humans like uh in a monster truck rally but there's like humans running around on the arena and they have to see that's like mario party Ooh. <laughs> See who so this, survives the longest. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a like a Battlefield Earth, like a Mad Max or like a like a Thunderdome. It wouldn't be a stretch to have a Mad Max movie where just you replace all the raiders with gremlins. That would be so good. That would be sick. So, uh, Chris Columbus, if you're writing this script and you just you like what we're throwing, you know, just feel free to Venmo us whatever you think's fair, dog. Just whatever, um, whatever amount. Um, so. Got one more thing to say before we segue off the topic of Gremlins. And it's that this is the first time, Ryan, that I uh, agree with you that a horror movie doesn't have to be scary. Yay! It it clicked during this one. I had a conversation with Yuri about it where I was like, based on what all the characters in that movie went through, even though it wasn't set up to be a scary movie, and it wasn't frightening. Right. That would be a horror to be trapped in that town <laughs> with all of those gremlins. Yeah. It goes horror at the beginning with the kitchen scene and the, the teacher. Yeah. Like the, the, those are horror scenes. And then immediately it gets played for laughs after that. And uh, I totally agree, Jace. Um, that, that's actually how I view slasher movies. So like every time I watch like a Friday the 13th sequel or something like that. I'm watching it because I know I'm not going to be scared. I just want to see what crazy ways that Jason <laughs> ends up killing teenagers in this movie. It's, it's the same exact thrill. I totally agree. All right. If you want to see Gremlins movies that don't have actual Gremlins in them, just watch Friday the 13th sequels. And you, it's, I, I, I really do think it's the same aesthetic. Or watch Critters. Because oh, yeah. Gremlins spun off a bunch of those like small monsters invade a small town movies in the 80s yeah creature features um, well not just creature i mean it's just like gremlins copies is a specific genre within creature features <laughs> and it, I, i'm like trying to th- uh, remember all of the ones that are called because there was critters which was like the next biggest uh, but then there was like like 10 other little <laughs> series where there's like little monsters little demons like and a lot of them were directed video, but some of them did have uh, limited releases. Uh, yeah, Critters, Ghoulies, a Troll was technically a spinoff, Hobgoblins, Munchies. And, uh, you know, maybe just for a future pitch someday, uh, all of the... <laughs> Gr- uh, <laughs> Gremlin-adjacent movies. <laughs> Gremlin-adjacent movies. I think there's like 10 Critters movies, so... Alrighty, guys. Well, we this was episode 8. Mm-hmm. Only two more. We only have two more of these suckers left. Two more holiday horror movies to tackle. Um, is next week our New Year's episode? Yeah. yeah. So that means we need to find a good New Year's movie to tackle this week. Um, I know of the existence of Terror Train. 
Yep. Okay, I'm listening. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. She's stuck on a train where there's a guy in a mask. But is it, is it New Year's themed? Yes. Okay, okay. New Year's Evil. Ooh, there's a Jaws movie that's set on New Year's? Oh, that's perfect, because I haven't seen any of them. Oh, it's the Michael Caine one. Michael Caine. Oh, that's the one from the meme, right? Where he's like, yeah. oh, I built my house. You're fucking nice. See, this screen rant has Terror Train at number one. I dig it. Now, Terror Train. I don't want to see that. It's Canadian. It's going to be very MVV. Hmm. Bloody New Year. A group of partygoers celebrate New Year's Eve at the Grand Island Hotel before mysteriously vanishing. Decades later, a group of teenagers are spending the day at the Seaside Funfair when eventually they get transported back in time. Yo. And get stuck in that hotel. Fuck, it sounds cool. <laughs> that sounds like the coolest premise. Rather than just like a horror movie set on New Year's, this is like actual. Like it sounds There's like something about New Year's. the passing of the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Halloween so, 2 is a New Year's. No way. Oh. It's next to a New Year's <laughs> column. I'm just a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, Bloody New Year features nobody that I've ever heard of. Yeah. And only one dude has a picture on Letterboxd, but he does not have a bio. And he's only in this movie. Okay, literally everybody in this movie is only in this movie. Is that a good or a bad thing? It's probably I'd... fucking awesome. <laughs> I think that's a great thing. This I would think... be like if we made a horror movie, you guys. This movie is better known by its title of Horror Hotel. There's no way we're not watching this movie. Oh my lord. Okay. Yeah, guys. I'm... Once Ryan said this, the synopsis, I was on board, but now I'm even harder on board of this horror train. What? This, 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 this isn't the train. New Year's train. This is not the train. This, this is, is not the, the train? But I'm, I'm on the New Year's train for this movie. Yeah, but I think this is kind of confusing because there's a, also a New Year's movie called Terror Train, and it takes place on a train. Okay, okay. So I have booked... I'm on a, a train yeah, to this I movie. Yeah, I booked a reservation to the train that'll take me to the hotel. Right. We have to get on a boat after we get on the train because it's on... Um, I think it's on an island. So we'll have to book okay. those tickets, too. Oh, God, that's such a hassle. Okay. Um, uh, I'll handle the boat tickets. The boat tickets. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I am on the train, though. Yes. The hype train for this hotel movie. Sweet. Well, and what's this movie called again? Now I, now oh, I keep... Bloody yeah. New Year. Oh, we see the British movie. We yes, can have it's a shot in Wales. New Year. Oh, wait. Oh, what's a Welsh accent? Jace, you're our accents expert. Not going to tackle it unless... Uh, <laughs> nope. Not this one. I think a whale's accent is like. <laughs> we were thinking of making the same joke. You just did it. <laughs> yeah, <perfect. laughs> there, I did it. Now you don't have to embarrass yourself. Um, great. Well, we hope you guys will join us for our New Year special. Kick off the New Year. Make it your uh, New Year's resolution to listen to this episode. <laughs> And that's it. That's I, that's what's great about setting low bars is that you always get them, you know, and set set a reach goal, but then set a short goal. And it's like, I'm going to listen to the next GBGB episode all the way through. And I'm I know matter how hard it is, no matter how bad the bits how, are, how, how much <laughs> it makes me want to throw my phone. If you made it all the way through this episode, you were congratulations. Thank <laughs> you for upping our statistics. I'm sorry. <laughs> for the things that uh, i said i apologize 
<laughs> we're sorry, but we're also grateful for you guys tuning in um, and, and spending your holidays at least partially with us. You spent a non-zero amount of time with us, and that means a lot. Um, Y'all hold, hold a special place in our hearts, and we hope we hold a special place in your ears uh, as well. So um, yeah. we will see you guys next year <laughs> uh, with a Bloody New Year. And uh, with that, do you guys want to sign off with a uh, maybe a, a New Year's resolution or a, a goal? Yeah, I, my New Year's resolution is to watch more Ben Affleck movies. Ooh. That was your resolution last year. You're gonna, you're just gonna. <laughs> oh no! Is this is this a season five <laughs> peak? <laughs> no, I think that that funny thing is that was literally my resolution last year. That was that I remember our New Year's episode last year. <laughs> um, my resolution is to you know what i've been putting it off for a long time uh i'm gonna learn how to juggle oh. I've, that's that's one of the things like Amber's like wicked good at juggling and it's actually really intimidating oh cool um, i can't juggle either yeah I, i'm and i you know you guys probably can tell just from like the everything about me but i i'm not very coordinated so mm. learning how to juggle i think would be a great step for me and uh you know it's like growing up it's not a cool like thing to learn you know it's like you know you don't really draw a crowd but like nowadays i think as an adult knowing how to juggle i think it's kind of cool again so uh that's gonna be my 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 resolution this year can we make up a resolution for jace one word at a time mm. <laughs> jace do you do you want help with this one yeah I'll, uh, yes okay all right um how about you start us off jace yeah let's let's start yeah okay um make sure more <laughs> smoothies fit alongside with <laughs> my extensive collection of vintage harmonicas hi nice. that that's a good oh i thought i thought that was it that uh, don't yet ever scream now that is a resolution yes what is it jace make sure that my smoothies fit alongside with my vintage harmonicas that never scream wow you remember that whole thing that's amazing are you a fucking mentat dude like holy shit (laughs) i think it was like it's close to that it was close to that make sure Yes. Alongside with my harmonicas that never yet scream or something.